You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Liam Gallagher is going on a fucking victory tour and calling out everybody that said that Man City couldn't win the Premier League. I am now looking at that. I see that he called Carragher a bellend. Yes. And then Carragher told him Oasis is shite compared to the Beatles, but yeah, obviously. <laughs> that's like That's like saying like, Hey, you guy who did a, a fairly good thing. You're not as good as the greatest thing ever in your category. Like I, I you sir are no F. Lee Bailey. Like yeah, yeah. No, no, For no. starters, I'm sober. That's <laughs> like that's like like insulting. Like it's like like you get to the majors like as like a, a hitter, and you're like like Spencer Torkelson shows up, and they're like, you know, you're not as good as Babe Ruth. I'm like. Well, yeah. <laughs> How did that become the metric stick? Or like going to some freshman creative writing course at whatever liberal arts school? Like, well, you're no, you know, Bill Shakespeare. Like, yeah, that wasn't what I was aiming for. Right. Like, cute is what we aim for. to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. The Good Liam Gallagher, yeah, thank you. The Liam Gallagher of the Touchline Media Group, because uh, our Twitter is well, it's not as unhinged as his is, but we try. Um, I am your <laughs> loving the banter. Kiss it, you Mickey cunts. <laughs> You're going to get canceled at this rate by who? Jimmy Tarbuck. <laughs> Uh, this episode, uh, I'm your host, Asa, a.k.a. The Twig. I'm here with my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, a.k.a. The Stump, as well as our uh, Harry Potter-specific co-host, and also, I guess, college football recap. specific. He's just sort of here once a week, uh, Nerd Angus. Yeah, uh, I'm here when I, when I, when I want to show up. Yeah. Oh, look at, look at Stump. Uh, this very visual podcast, he is sporting, is that softball or baseball? Is that a, yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, some manner of pitched ball nine inning. Wait, is softball seven innings? I have no idea. In college, I think it might be, but I'm not sure. Uh, well, one of those two programs is much better than the other, I think. Although Carol, didn't Carol Hutchins do something that got her canceled recently? No, I don't think so. Did she? I don't know. We'll look into that. Uh, if any of our listeners know anything about Carol Hutchins getting canceled, let us know. And the um, answer is softball. Softball is much better. Although right. baseball is pretty good. Didn't softball. baseball just win like a title or something? No, they went to the... They made the tournament. The, the World Series. Which yeah. is a big deal from the North, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, this episode is brought to you by uh, the Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decides to put in. It will continue to be those things until and unless we have another member of this podcast who uh, is a small business owner. And then 
they'll sponsor us because that's how this works apparently. Um, we are here to talk about the turning point, the midway, the hump, if you will, of the Harry Potter universe, where we go from what is definitely like a children's book um, with children's themes and children's like concepts to um, a book that uh, isn't that. It opens with murder and it ends with murder. Um, the first three... Spoilers, jeez. I, I said we were talking about Goblet of Fire. If you haven't read Goblet of Fire, I'm sorry. It opens with a murder and it ends with a murder. I won't tell you who. Well, I'll tell you. The, the yes, first. you will. That's, I mean, just not, that's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. Eventually, I'll tell you who dies in the end. I've already said it on multiple, multiple previous podcasts. Um, but, but at the beginning, uh, a muggle housekeeper. Caretaker? I don't really Caretaker. know. Caretaker. Caretaker. Um, <clears throat> so he's not the housekeeper. He's the, he's the ground. He's, I think he's actually the groundskeeper groundskeeper not named Willie and not Scottish to our knowledge. Um, <laughs> would have been great. Be. It would have been really great of, of Joanne right there to name him William. <laughs> and like, just like heavily implied that he is in fact groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> William Scott's right. Uh, damn Scott's they ruined Scotland. Um, so hey, have- hey, hey, I'm going there on Friday, hopefully. You've so, raised an enemy for on life. On Friday? <laughs> yeah, on Friday. You're, 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 you're spending Memorial Day in the Scottish Highlands? Yeah, like a, like a great, great American. I'm spending Memorial Day in the Scottish Highlands, yeah. Well, I guess like a good American, you're spending your Memorial Day drunk on scotch, which actually is correct. Is it? I don't know. I don't know what people I mean, drink like, on Memorial Day. I assume Budweiser, right? Like that's just generally yeah, like yeah, a holiday yeah. I mean, drink. Yeah, there's not going to be Budweiser in Scotland. So, I mean, there will be beer, obviously. Uh, Iron Brew. That's what that's what you should be drinking. Um, that's Isn't that like a soda type of yeah. thing, though. Yeah, but it's 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 uh, according to my 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 buddy who is Scottish by heritage and uh, from the Midlands by actual birth. Um, that's the most Scottish thing he can think of. Uh, Iron Brew. Iron Brew, yeah. Iron Brew. Um, it is. It is just like it's like how like like uh, Tasty Cakes is is actually the most Maryland thing. Like people think it's Old Bay, but everybody knows what Old Bay is. People I don't know don't what a Tasty Cake is. Well, you don't live in Maryland. That's true. I, I came Maybe. close to living in Maryland, but I do not live in Maryland. Uh, okay. taste, tasty Cakes are off brand, but better uh, uh, hostess. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard of a tasty cake then. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so, uh, obviously, Iron Brew and Tasty Cakes have a lot to do with Iron the return. Brew. Iron, <laughs> Iron Brew. I'm, the I'm, real one is I-R-N-B-R-U. That is the actual Scottish version. The knockoff <laughs> ones are Iron Brew. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love the idea of that, that there's a knockoff version of this uh, allegedly, like, Vegemite-esque terror. Um, yeah, they had to, well. They had to make it so you can still pronounce it when you're hammered. Give me an arm, arm, bro. Which, which is, uh, which is, is what it is. Um, so we do have an episode uh, devoted to um, the Goblet of Fire. Um, we'll get to what the Goblet of Fire is in a second because um, you know that's what it is. But in in honor of this. Uh, this episode and this book, I want to open with a brief, brief dialogue about contract law. Because this book makes uh, it seem... No, no, no. This is important. This is important. <laughs> because when you're talking about uh, a, a book that's entire premise, crux, is around you can't break contracts, you can't. You can't. It's built into the system. You can break contracts Oftentimes, contracts tell you how to break them. In this country, what, what, like we think contract law didn't come from common law and common law didn't come from England? I'm going on mute so you can't hear me boo. That's fine. He did actually go on mute. (laughs) Did he actually go on mute? (laughs) He actually went on mute and I can see him booing. So that's fine. Um, You can break contracts, guys. Um, Like I I know that we on this, this podcast often tell you to like do crimes. It's not a crime to break a contract. It's not. There's no law that says you can't break a contract. You can all the time. People do it every day. In fact, we talk about soccer a lot on this podcast. The whole transfer fee thing, that's just a contract. Like that's just paying off the holder of a contract to be okay with breaking it. 
that's all a transfer fee is. Wow, way to make that be as nerdy as possible. Yeah, let's uh, let's connect this back to Harry Potter. I'm gonna tell you okay. just like how. I mean, he's on is. Harry Potter. He is on a roll about Harry Potter. This is he never left Harry Potter. No, no, no. This is just specifically about Harry Potter all because right, the go, crux, go ahead. the crux of this book, and we'll get there when we get to the, the... crux. Nice. That's not even bad. That was good. Um, that was good. Wait, that was hold like on. a B plus. Hold on, hold on. There's got to be something with four crux because it's a Harry Potter thing, but it also it's also sounds gross. Um, um, <laughs> the crux of the whore. Right, that's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Don't eat the crab dip. Yay, yay. Of course. Uh, so anyways, the point is, is that when we get there, I want you all to remember because we might, I don't want to do the rant twice. You can break contracts. Contracts Great. can awesome. be broken. It's fine. Now, let's go back to uh, villainous Albus Dumbledore has led us to a situation where a murder takes place due to his incompetence. Uh, Gregory, start us off. I was going to say, where are you going? No, no. So I'm, we start off. Yeah. We start, well, we're going to start off with the groundskeeper. Not groundskeeper Willie. Groundskeeper Frank. Frank. Which uh, we get. This is when we start getting like this, vague, this is not these, vague flashbacks. I think this is the, my second favorite opening to the books. In the books. When when they unexplainedly just have an old guy uh, hearing a commotion up at the big old house. Uh, I mean, it's from his perspective, and that's like I think in the books that that and the opening to six are the only times that like it's not you're, Harry's. You're not seeing it from the perspective of like one of the main characters, or the book is not being told from the perspective of one of the main characters. So, as as you guys know, I am uh, obligated to bring up a song of ice and fire. This is something that uh, George R. R. Martin does in every one of his books. Yeah. Every single prologue yeah. is, is from a character who is about to die. Um, yeah. and so and it's and it's fascinating, right? Because you get people's perspective who you haven't gotten before or after, and you know that what they're about to do is die. So it's yeah. like an interesting last whatever, and you get the perspective of a, a true muggle in a situation yeah, that muggle. like. I, I mean, like Vernon and Petunia aren't true muggles. They they are yeah because they, they, they know aware. what the magical world is. Yeah, right. Like yeah. they're 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 intimately aware of the magical yeah. world. Um, so so like, and you never get Marge's perspective, but here you get Frank's perspective and like weird shit going on, and and it's like so interesting that like you go back to the mundane, like it's like stupid kids because that is what he would think, right? Like you think like oh, there's light on in this house that has nobody had has been in for 50 years stupid kids who's paying for him uh, is there the trust yeah the, I, the riddle trust we, i mean the riddles they were they were muggles so yeah probably yeah trust. so this was, i mean this is really just a the, frank bryce who is the muggle housekeeper of the riddles old house is a way to get at two separate things that um one of which is important I, I guess they're both important for the uh continuing of the story the first is the um this is the only time that we don't see like tom riddle's backstory either explained via tom, tom riddle voldemort yeah himself or dumbledore i believe this is the only time that we go in, back in time for that's not one Tec- of those two people te- explaining it technically slughorn but yeah yeah oh yeah okay so that's one other one other one yeah um yeah but that comes about because Dumbledore tells him to get the memory right, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I guess from point of view. So we have to find out that uh, Tom Riddle, we senior, Tom Riddle senior and his parents ended up mysteriously dead with absolutely no marks on their bodies 50 years ago. Uh, this guy who is the groundskeeper for the Riddle's old house is uh, accused of murder, but is let. So that's the weird part is he's murder. accused of murder, but he gets uh Moida. He gets uh let off because there's no like evidence that there's like no physical evidence to tie him to the crime. He just happened to be the one that found the bodies. But then like the riddle trust kept him around to take care of the house for the next 50 years. I do, yeah, I, I do, yeah, that's weird. I do wonder uh who is that's the, like OJ like... being that's like OJ being the groundskeeper for the for Nicole's house. That's just not you wouldn't do like, it. You didn't do it, but like, there's enough of a there's enough of a whiff here that you should probably just leave, right? Um, but like, I, I do wonder who is the heir to the Riddle fortune, and why do they have this massive piece of property that they're not touching? Because it's, it's not Tom. Tom is Tom is an unacknowledged. 
bastard. Uh, yeah, so there is none. I mean, Tom's. Don't they think Tom is dead? Uh, orphan. Yeah, I'm not I sure why they, they would give him. Yeah. yeah, I think they just give him up. Oh right. Although right, I guess right. we get into probate law, right? Like, like even no, an no, unacknowledged. No no no, 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 no. This, this, this is relevant. Like, this actually is relevant <laughs> to like who owns this property. Like, Tom might own the property because yeah, he, he, he would. He would if he comes forward and asserts his right, but he doesn't want to be associated with this family. Well, as a 19-year-old, you don't think that, that, that he would want, like, a house? I think as a 19-year-old, based on the story, he, he definitely did not. Yeah. yeah, he didn't care at all. I oh, mean, he yeah. just needs better people around him. Like, look, like, even if you don't want the house, go for it. Assert your, your claim to the house and, like, you know, flip it. Like, there's an exchange rate here. I mean, right, like. Again, this was something that we went over mostly in the second book. There is a exchange rate between English pound sterling and nut scallions, scallions and sickles. Yeah, there is. Sickles. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then we also find out that because Frank hears uh, commotions up at the old house and he goes to check it out, we find out that um, there is like a physical-ish form of Voldemort hanging out with uh, Peter Pettigrew who somehow managed to like instantly find Voldemort. Yeah, I wonder And there about is that. a uh, and exposition, a guys. Somehow exposition. exposition. Yeah, things just had to happen. So like, this happened George. off screen. George? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess like there's the, the, the other part where um, you have at this point, like, I think that we can stop calling him Peter because uh, Joanne does this thing where she, like, just, like, straight up steals uh, from from J.R. Tolkien, which is fine. Like, everybody in, in sci-fi and fantasy does. Um, mostly fantasy. But, like, he's Wormtail. Like, 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 if, like, if you think of characters as having two images or two, like, different aspects of themselves... Like, I yeah. think at this point, he ceases to be Peter Pettigrew in any sort of recognizable sense and just is Wormtail. Um, yeah. Not Wormtongue. Yeah. Wormtongue, different character. Wormtail. Darth Vader versus Anakin. Right, exactly. Like, like at, 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 like, at some point, you, you cease to be Anakin Skywalker from a certain point of view. Can we just call, can we just call him Scabbers? <laughs> Scabbers the whole time? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it, it probably was Scabbers for, for the longest period of his life, if you actually think about it. Um, he was, no, for, he was Peter. For no, it was Peter Pettigrew for like 18 years. 20 years, yeah. Well, at yeah. what point did he cease being Peter and start becoming Wormtail, right? Like, when did he when did he go to the dark side? At least after 18 after, years. After less time well, 17 scabbers. years. Yeah. 17 Whatever. years. Okay, fine, less fine, than 12. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. 12 17 and uh house, right? 12 years uh <laughs> forever um so frank well so so i don't remember if in the books this happens but in the movies this is when we're introduced to the image of doctor who i mean barty crouch um, oh yeah and that's oh god yeah like, it sucks so the sucks. worst are you it kidding sucks. me like, it was a terrible decision because i don't remember him being the in the best, scene like yeah it's Wait, one of the best reveals in the, in the house book. scene in yeah, the he's, movies, in the, he's in the first he's scene. He's in the first scene. And they do the stupid like licking thing yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 his tick. Yeah, his um, tick, yeah. Um, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, so in the movie. Uh, it's, not in the, it's not in the book. Okay, so uh, he is no, discussed. because she wrote so the book correctly. Discussed. Well, he is discussed because they, they talk about his like faithful servant returning and like this is how they get the, the blood or whatever they need for the potion. But it's mm-hmm. all very vague turn, like the first time I read it, I wouldn't have been able to suss out what was going on because I didn't know the characters and what happened. But after the first, like when you know what happens, you can very easily connect dots. Right. But this is, this is one, one place where the movies really screw up because they tell you who, like they tell you the twist at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and, and like, it's not hard to figure out. Yeah. Um, but I do want to set forth my, my, uh, my biggest uh, conspiracy theory about the uh interconnectedness of this universe and other nerd universes which is that um this is doctor who so david tennant plays barty crouch david tennant is the most um famous modern doctor who there are other ones uh from like the earlier eras who are probably like 
more well-known, but David Tennant was the, the, the most well-known Doctor Who of our era. Um, and there is, I think that there is a, a cogent and coherent theory that this is uh, a version of Doctor Who that went bad. Um, so uh, Doctor Who goes back to Harry Potter land, uh, loses his mind because he's gone outside of his prime universe. Um, and that is why he is able to be so successful in, in confusing everybody, even though he has this super annoying and obvious tick um, that like would not have existed in any sort of coherent and cogent universe like the book. Um, and then we get a flash of green. Yep. Muggle dies. Muggle dies. Muggle. Yep. Uh, Frank's dead, which then uh, gets played into Harry's scar hurting. Which right. we basically find out that Sk- Harry's scar has been more, uh, not to this degree, but has been more tele- telepathic uh, in the, yeah, in the like, in, in the summer between Peter, between Wormtail escaping and uh, him going back to Hogwarts. Um, but now he has a godfather mm. to write the godfather. The godfather. Godfather. Uh, great with Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> he has, he has to start writing about his issues too so he writes a letter to Sirius do you like, think do you think Sir- so so like he, he writes letters to Sirius like sometimes he sends them sometimes he doesn't he tells him that my like do you think Sirius letters to Sirius I hate you <laughs> um but like do you think Sirius gets these letters as a 38 year old man he's 38 I don't think he is. I think he's 34? in his early thirties. I think in the wizarding world, you have like your first kid when you're like twenty-two. Yeah, well, like let's let's think this through. Um, he was so he was twelve years in Azkaban, one year out. That's thirteen. Um, you can just use Harry, right? Harry, okay. Uh, at the at the time, he had a motorcycle and probably no connections. So like he had to be in his early twenties. Yeah, I mean he's like thirty-five. Yes, um, correct. Yeah, let's say he's yeah. thirty-five. Um, he's I would getting... say I would say he's like thirty-eight tops. Yeah. Okay. So uh, thirty-three to thirty-eight that that range. Like he gets this letter as he's on the run for the second year in a row. Um, and like, do you think he gets this letter and he's like, "Dude, I'm trying to eat. Like, you're 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 complaining of a headache in a letter, and I'm trying I'm I'm trying to find a place to live. I don't care. I like like deal with it." Deal with it. Kid. Well, they also kind of glass. They also kind of gloss over the finding a place to live thing, which is very funny in the well, next book. They just say that he's somewhere in like Africa, right? I thought he was in the north. Yeah, mm. no, he's in the north. Oh, I don't think he leaves. I don't think he leaves the UK. No, Angus might be right. He might have left the UK, and then he gets called and because uh, because the because Hermione and Ron get he... very concerned that he's coming back. Right. Good point. Yeah. Good point. That none of this is in the film. <laughs> yeah, this, no, they they like write that this this movie like is simultaneously like one of the worst, but also like for one of the large one of the longer books, also one of the best because they do like a really good job of like keeping all of the elements of the story that actually matter, but then they leave out so much context then <laughs> and they yeah. screw up so many times that like it it ends up being one of the worst. So, so it's 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 a somewhat That's actually un- a pretty good point. Yeah, it's a somewhat unwatchable movie. So obviously, like I was the one who rewatched the movies. Um, it was the only it's it's the only one so far that I've I've paused in the middle and like walked away and done something else before I finished it. It was the, it was the scene where and I'm like skipping ahead, but where like Sirius's face shows up in the fire. Yeah, and for some reason, it's it's like weirdly anthropomorphized as coals and i was like I, i'm not doing this right now yeah like, like I why have, i have other why? stuff to do why? this is dumb and boring and i'm not doing it yeah um okay. but so so they they write a letter to sirius um and then not they, he, he harry just one yeah yeah uh and then can, can we just skip, so the, the book uh the movie has him waking up in the burrow so that they can go to the yeah World they Cup, just skip him is, in the yeah, which is super interesting to me. Uh, so once once we're we're I don't remember how we get there in the book, but yeah, how do we get to the we burrow? Can get, we can get there pretty quickly. Well, oh, so he oh. wakes up. He writes. <laughs> they they destroy the, the Dursley's to, house. <laughs> yes, he writes. He writes the letter to uh, Sirius, and then so the and then as like I guess reason for them being in such a bad mood, 
J.K. Rowling has put the Dursleys on a diet. Sure. Which, uh, much like heavyweights, Dudley has found ways around. <laughs> because is Dudley, is basically, <laughs> Dudley is basically... Dudley is basically... Let's just out today. <laughs> Deal with it. Lunch has been canceled due to lack of hustle. <laughs> Dudley is basically the UK version of a heavyweight uh, character. Who do we think he is? Do we do we think he, he's not Goldberg? I mean, I don't remember Goldberg's. Uh, he's not. He doesn't line up any with any of the heavyweights because they're none of them because they're like the bully, bullied, and he is the bully. He doesn't like become. He becomes like somewhat sympathetic, and I think it's the sixth one when the Dementors show up and yeah. the winging. Yeah, but like yeah, he is not sympathetic until that point. Yeah. Right. Okay. So he's just a, f- a fat bully at this point who's uh, figured out ways to hide candy around his stomach. <laughs> no, no, deli meats. <laughs> that was the funniest one. It was the deli meat. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Uh, and then this is when when Angus was trying to talk about how um, magic can't work with electricity. This is one of the times that Ron tries to call the Dursleys to ask if Harry can come to uh, the Quidditch World yeah. Cup. And instead, they decide to have uh, Molly we- Mrs. Weasley do it. So, uh, and they said Arthur, I believe it's Arthur, Ron, and the uh, Fred and, the, and, and the twins. George. Yeah. 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 And, <laughs> and Fred and George show up. They, and they, show, they come in via flu powder, which sure. is not the best introduction to the, uh, the Weasleys. No. I believe uh, the fireplace yeah. is like closed off, so they like yeah, end up in the chimney. And then they have to, like the Dursleys have the Dursleys the have boarded up the uh, the fireplace. Is so this, is this, this as a result of the? Out. Is this as a result of the mail incident? I think it's a second mail incident. I believe yeah. that I believe that they kept trying to send mail to him again. Okay, ah. this this scene is objectively funny. Like, why would you leave it out of the movie? Like, it's I, hilarious. I, I understand it's cuttable. Like, I get it, and it's probably on like some like cutting floor somewhere. But it was, it's so funny. <laughs> like, like it's well, it's you can go straight. Like, instead of him waking up at the burrow and taking a port key, like, and and doing like meeting Cedric and doing that whole thing in the movie, you can just cut the meeting Cedric part, or yeah. you can meet him later, whatever. Yeah, uh, you can you can just get a porky from the house. Like they flew powder there. And then like they had made like some prized petunia vase, a porky, which would have been super funny, like in a different way. Like, it's like, like we are ruining your house and we don't care because you're, you're, um, you know, my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, like they love muggles, but they're still racist too, because that's how this works. (laughs) Um, Like, look, like I I think Arthur and and Molly were probably born in like the 50s. Like they they probably have some latent racism in them. Like they probably like tried their best, but you know. Yeah, late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. Yeah, like they're they're not. Actually, they've got to be in the 50s, you're right. Because Charlie or uh, Bill is like 27, eight years older than than Ron. Yeah, so so he's got to be, he's got to be 21. So they, yeah, I mean, they got to be. They got to be born in the 50s, 40s, 50s. Um, 50s. Uh, so, so anyway, so yeah, so like very funny scene where they destroy their house. <laughs> um, like for no reason, well, right? Not like, only they do they have... destroy the house, not only do they destroy the house, but if you remember correctly, Fred and George only came along because they've heard so much about Dudley, Dudley. that they want to see, yeah, they basically want to see the pig boy. And, and then like, they leave him, they leave him. Arthur some, and Molly like, left them. <laughs> Arthur and Molly let them. That's the funniest part. Because, like, if you're really worried about, like, oh, we're going to, we want this to be as seamless and nice as possible. Like, hey, do you want to bring our. Send the twins. Yeah. Like, do you want to bring our dipshit kids? Yeah. Yeah. We should do that. See what happens. It's like bring the dipshit kids that are already responsible for pulling the bars (laughs) off of the window. Not a, what, two years before? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Two years before. Um, Probably less than. Uh, I, I I think that like like if you're gonna bring a kid other than Ron, like you definitely bring Percy because Percy is like, I don't know how to put this other than like white. Like Percy's just like really boring and white and and he's I mean, the most milk toast child. Right now. Like yeah, yeah. He's, he's just like, ugh, like yeah. I mean, in, in about in one book, 
we learn that he is just become the worst. Like, <laughs> I, like but but you know what he, he actually makes no, sense. this he's book. A, this book yeah, he becomes he's the a worst. Young, he's a young Republican. No, like, he's not. He's not, he's not like a. He's a. He's a Wait. suck up in this book. He's not a schmuck till the next one. And then okay. he doesn't abandon. Yeah. He doesn't Mr. abandon Crouch. the family until like five or six. He what is a Crouch? complete bitch in this call one, him? Uh, Weatherby. 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 <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, we'll get there. Um, but so 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 then so like they leave the candy. Dirt, uh, Dudley gets a pigtail. That's it's it's messed up. Like look, like it's funny. But oh, like, this is when he gets the, the pigtails oh. when Hagrid curses him. This is when he gets the uh, purple. His, they they try they tie they test out they're starting to test out I can't remember yeah they do they announce it's, it in this book they're yeah. starting to test out the wizarding wheezes so they have the the tongue engorger so they leave they leave a candy <laughs> conveniently in the Dursley sitting room that Dudley obviously finds and eats because he's that's why so that's why they're on a diet because he'll eat anything that he can find. Yeah, which seems to be like they, a common thing among fat people. Does Joanne like think fat people just like eat whatever candy or cake they see? Okay, listen. As a fat person, yeah. if I was on a diet, I would eat any rat candy I could find. Noted. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we make fun of Crab and Goyle for getting drugged for finding cakes. If that was a wrapped cake, one hundred percent, I would be asleep. That's like okay. I am the easiest person. I don't know if I'm the easiest one on this podcast to trick. I am the easiest one to drug. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably true. But like, it's, it's not screwed particularly up. close. Yeah, it's screwed up. Like, like, like. Look, like it's funny because ha ha ha. They're muggles. Ha, 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 they can be. They can get. They can. They can be put into situations. That's, that's not but even like, the worst. Like we we learn we learn that the wizard the wizarding community like in like a couple chapters we learn that they they do like absolutely horrible stuff yeah to, to muggles yeah so like, like yeah, even literally in light of that, like, like in light of that memories <laughs> like in light of that how much worse is 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 like fred and george like haha we're just gonna like torture a muggle he's not gonna know why and he's gonna be super scared about it and i'm sure that he's never gonna get over it because he never got over the pigtail thing people yeah. forget right. that but it's he, also that's like a trauma for an 11 year old Wait, it's well, also worse because uh, they know that the Dursleys aren't going to like let because ma- the the way to fix it is to do magic on Dudley's face. Right. And the Dursleys, uh, if you remember, Arthur has a very hard time convincing the Dursleys that all he's trying to do is fix the problem and not just straight up murder Dudley. Which you know is like like look like we like mock the Dursleys, but like that's a fair concern in that yep. moment. Yes, the last two times that Dudley has met a wizard, he's ended up with a pigtail and a giant tongue. So, like, yeah, yeah, I and then he's going to be attacked by a dementor. <laughs> yeah, so like, I'm, I'm, I'm well, good with Harry. The Harry has Harry has sticked a snake on him. Yep, and blown up Aunt Marge. Yep. So, like, we make fun of the Dursleys, but at this point, this is kind of a valid concern. Like, wizards have been cut. Like, you've been a dick to your nephew. The wizards haven't been very nice in return. Yeah, so like, yeah. Uh, you know, reasonable fear, reasonable fear, reasonable concern, uh, a reasonable assessment of the situation. Um, do you know who else has a re- reasonable assessment of the situation of their product? A sponsor. So we're 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 going to get away from the Dursleys' house because we we are not even at the Wizarding World Cup and we're a half hour into this. So if we're going to get through this in in four episodes let alone three we get we got we got to start we're not yeah, the wizarding world cup is going to be an entire the wizarding world cup is going to be an entire hour yeah probably um yeah um, i mean okay so they, so then yeah so then like that but this is how we get to the uh, borough we find out that um fred and george are starting have used no george, fred and george are starting the with uh weasley wizarding wheezes which is like they're starting their own joke shop because uh fred and george are entrepreneurs and job creators which most of the wizarding world can't say for themselves that's true no uh, we we're, we're pro fred and george starting their own shop small business owners Love the fred and george. Of this. i'm pro so, fred and george everything yeah i Wait, don't i can't think of anything that they so, do that, I, that and has, a, like and aside one of my favorite parts of the book is books is when they when they find out that like during the wizarding war that fred and george have been contract 
contracted by the government <laughs> I love to it. create stuff for them. <laughs> love it. Yes. Love it. Fantastic. Amazing. Amazing work. Um, Continue. <laughs> well, so then we get to, uh, I mean, th- then this is starting to line up because now we have to, the, the main thing of that is that Molly is uh, like very angry at Fred and George about doing this, which again, for good reason. Uh, Ginny can now, I mean, Ginny's been able to speak to Harry for a while, but like she's now more comfortable and Joanne is very clearly setting her up as um, maybe not part of the group, but like a love interest. Yes. Um, And then we get to, I believe this is the first time we've had uh, a port key used. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because Fred and George have passed the apparition test and are now just doing it randomly around the borough, much to Harry and Ron's chagrin, because they keep popping up despite being, like, 15 feet away. <laughs> Which, again, very pro Fred and George. If I was able to, to I apparate, would do that. I would 100%. I would never, I'd never walk again. Uh, so, so we have, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I need to get to the World Cup here, because we have significant amounts of actual data on World Cup results. Um, Per, per per actual sources. So we need I'm to- sorry, what? Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Joanne and friends have actual game scores of, of the World oh, Cup. Oh, nice, um, okay. So, the so, 1994 World Cup? Nope, the 2014 World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this from yeah. Pottermore? Yeah, it is. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, what a great website. Uh, okay, so this is, again, we've, we've, we've harped on this quite a bit about how like, she didn't necessarily think through magical travel all the way. And she just keeps kind of like coming up with new ideas like as reconning necessary. Yeah. 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 Because like, I mean, I guess apparating wouldn't make sense, except that apparating is basically the same thing as port keys, but with less, like less steps. <laughs> sounds like port key sounds you, you like appar- apparating. Again, you can't apparate that, that far. Right, else, we like, we do have that, and you can, yeah. but you can do it within the UK. So do I guess that, that makes sense for. I think you can, yeah, think yeah. yeah. Well, that's another question. Like, why didn't the why didn't the Weasleys just apparate to the Dursleys? If Fred and George can apparate to the Dursleys, because Ron can't, but you can take him on side along. Yeah, there's a whole lot of crap here. Yeah, but funny. I mean, look. Sometimes I mean, yeah, it's, it's yeah. all for well, side for along. Side along apparation doesn't come through until like book five. Right when she, needs, when she needs six. it. To. When she needs, yes, yeah, <laughs> when she needs it to. Yeah. When Dumbledore needs a way to take Harry long distances, yeah. all of a sudden it is possible. And I guess that, like, that they're they're operating around England pretty easy, or around around the UK pretty easily. It seems that way. Yeah. Well, and then so Corky's would make sense for like international wizards, but the reasoning is given is that they don't need a bunch of wizards just operating into this one wooded area, which doesn't make sense because like we've seen in other instances where you can just like make a giant circle and be like you have to operate within here or i guess the only place i guess maybe the issue is is that like if a ten thousand people are operating at once you're probably gonna like cross operate into someone they also they also wanted to control when they when the yeah like arrival times yeah like that makes sense that's what i'm saying if it's just if it's just one like you can make it a circle of trees and then you could just operate into this one circle when I say circle, I mean like, like a, a baseball stadium size circle. Right, but like, like if if two people decide that they're going to operate at the same time at first base, like, do they do they become like do like they kill each other? That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. That's I, something I, that we, has to be explored further. I'm I'm okay with the portkey answer. Um, in the book, this is where we meet, uh, or in the movie, this is where we meet Cedric Diggory, who's it's also in the book where you meet Cedric in the book. Diggory. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, the Diggories live close to. The Weasleys, so Amos and Cedric are on the same port key as the Weasleys, Harry, and I believe Hermione is with them at yeah. this point. Um, yes, Hermione's with them. Yeah, so in, in, in the movies, this is where we meet uh, the latter-day Batman, which is weird. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that that was him until, like, kind of recently. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, because uh, Robert Pattinson, I think, like, on a long enough timeline, will just be in every single mass media um, property like like I imagine he's going to be in Star Wars soon, um, because like probably and, 
like like uh, maybe he has an issue with Disney because he hasn't been in that, but like Twilight, Harry Potter, um, Batman, like he's just in all of it. He's yeah. not in Lord or uh, he's not in Game of Thrones yet. That's true. Unless he's unless he's in this new uh, Targaryen series. Can we look in on that? Uh, I don't think he is. There's no one. No one famous is. He's in not. He's Matt not Smith is. Joking. Matt Matt Smith is famous. He's also oh. a Doctor Who. Okay. He plays uh, Damon. Oh yeah, he plays one of the Targaryens. Thanks. The show about Targaryen just... plays one of the Targaryen. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there are like, he's, he's, a, he's a blonde one. one. <laughs> the, the, so the the no, I don't, I'm not going down for this. Uh, <laughs> no, no, Game of Thrones is about the Starks, and there are other families in it. Yeah, but House of the Dragon is about a Targaryen civil war in which the other families that are are relevant. Like, there's two other families that are relevant. It's the Valerians and the High Towers. Um, and the Valerians are just like, I don't know, like, from our purposes, they're just sort of dying store Targaryens. They're evil Targaryens. They're Targaryens no, with goatees. I wish. No, they're actually, they're, I'm, one of them might be, I don't know, the, the, the concept of bad guys in the in the A Song of Ice and Fire universe. Wait, did you really read work. Fire and Blood or whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, because I... You know, no, 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 it's it's fine if you read it not as a narrative. If you read it like um, history, so like I, I as a history major, like I was like very comfortable with like what it was. Like it was like a like a yeah, I know. Um, fucking nerd. Yeah, I know. But it like I, I read it uh, through a winter Giant in New fucking York. Nerd. Yeah, where I was taking the subway a lot. Like it was it was easy. Like I just read it when I was on the subway. Right. Um, but anyways, we're back to Harry Potter where we are. Are, are we ready to get to the World Cup? We're there. We, okay, we took the court cool. key. Uh, we've met, we've now met uh, Ludo. Well, we are going to meet Ludo. Wait, 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 hang on. Can we can we talk about can we talk about more about Muggle ethics here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because again, it, this is this is another instance where I think I think we learned that uh, that they keep like constantly memory charming that that guard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The family. Yeah. yeah the family. And, like, they're just screwed up for life. That's I'm, it's that's messed, messed up. up. It's messed up. Like the, the the interaction between the Wizarding World and the Muggle World, like says a lot about why. Like like I I hate to be a little on the nose here, but Joanne is. But like if you treat Muggles like this, and then you have a megalomaniac who comes to power saying that wizards are yeah. better than Muggles, you can't be like, well, where did this come from? Yeah, our exactly. society was always founded yeah. on like no 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 like this didn't come from nowhere. Yeah, um, there there were other options here too, like. Why did that? Why did that family have to be there? <laughs> they didn't. They did it to right. torture them because, like, who cares? Right. right. Exactly. Um, and for is, what purpose? For like a sporting event? Yeah. Right. Like it. It didn't. It didn't need to happen. And it like it says that like like if you want to get into like the manner in which societies um, fall to fascist dictators, like this is one of the ways. Like you 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 make it okay to do this, and then you're like shocked that uh, that certain uh, megalomaniacs are able to exploit certain bigotries, like. No, 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 it's it's it, it it doesn't start with Wizard Hitler. Like it, it was already, before. yeah, it was already baked into the meat pie. Right, like 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 it was it was there. Like like you can you can it doesn't start with Wizard Hitler. It starts with Wizard. Um, I mean, I'm going to say probably Wizard Martin Luther, if you want to get into the modern era. Wizard Germany. Yeah, yeah, but like the the first instance of like secular. Do we think? Wait, do we think that uh, the Wizarding World doesn't recognize the? the um you know current like geopolitical borders like is there no wizarding germany it's wizarding prussia wizarding west germany perhaps like i don't know when it stops <laughs> wizarding uh, the ottoman empire has never fell all right <laughs> wizarding <laughs> carolingian empire <laughs> so you guys want to talk about ludo the bag bagman uh, God, I love that the they call him the Bagman. That's amazing. I love Little Bagman. This has to be the most on the nose. Besides maybe Barty, this is like the most on the nose name in Harry Potter. Like, yeah, he's Little the Bagman. What is he? A shitty bookie. Like, yep, uh, checked out. Thanks. Thanks. Yep, gave and, and fake gold to Fred and George. Like, the thing is, is that like if you are a bookie who's giving out fake gold, you die. I don't care what culture you're in. I don't care if it's wizards. I don't care if it's muggles. I don't care if it's America or England or France. I, you're a bookie who gives out fake gold. You're gonna die. Like yeah, that's how that works. Especially if you are like again, let's remind everybody. He is a famous ex Quidditch player. Like. People know who he is on site. 
This is, this is, yeah. do you know what this is? This is, um, this is to use a, a person we, 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 we mentioned already in the, uh, the cold open here. This is Jamie Carragher going around, um, issuing bets and taking bets and then just being like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm not going to pay that. I was like, bitch, we know who you are. You can't <laughs> disappear. You're Jamie Carragher. You're on TV every day. It's like Ludo. We know who you are. You can't like Jamie Carragher. <laughs> David Beckham. Yep. Like he he starred in England and he starred for England. People in the UK know who he is. Like Wayne Rooney ass motherfucker. Like we know you. Yes, Wayne Rooney's a great example. <laughs> like we know Although who I you. guess if Wayne Rooney put on a if Wayne Rooney put on a wig, like yeah, right. blend for a little while. Yeah, I, 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 it would take me a minute. If 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 Wayne Rooney showed up with a full head of hair, I'd be like I know you, but I don't know from where. Wayne, Wayne Rooney with Fabio's hair. Like, yeah. Ah. Like, like you got to do like the, the thing the where you like, like you erase, like, like a shitty, shitty uh, television show where you, uh, scrub, scrub, uh, where you erase the hair. <laughs> and then you draw it on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, speaking of scrubs and Bill Lawrence, shout out, uh, Ted Lasso, uh, didn't go down like the real Ted Lasso. Um, what? Je- Jesse Marsh Jesse staying Marsh, in the Premier League. Um, yeah. Oh, so shout out Jesse Marsh. That happened today. He did um, significantly better than his predecessor to uh, manage to keep leads up. His predecessor is basically the um, Mike Leach of soccer. Well, Hal yeah. Loma, but you know, doesn't play defense. All offense, all the time. One plan, and we are going to run that plan into the ground. If we have enough players to make it work, we will win huge. If we do not, we will lose ten to zero against Kentucky or whatever that score was. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so, so Ludo Bagman, uh, the Bagman, which is probably like, this is probably where I, I like to believe that not only was he a bookie, but he was like, um, he was also like trying to fix games. I don't know if that's ever explicitly. I mean, maybe not uh, in the world cup, but like, he's definitely yeah. like, he's not above fixing games. Yeah. No. Because he's I mean, let's, let's with, again, it's not, it's, not just this, <laughs> not, it's not just that he's a bookie. He's a bookie for what I believe are 15-year-olds, right? Yeah, but, like, I, I think he's a general bookie. He just has no issue taking bets from people. Right. Like, like he has no ethics about who is gambling with him, which, to be fair, um, you got the gold you can play. Like, I, I don't have an issue with that. Like, you know, look, teach him young. Ah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's different in the UK. I think you can, like, legally bet when you're, like, 16. I mean, you can – yeah, there's a lot of fun laws about – um what is the age of consent in, in, in Europe um, in, in all sorts of things. Like, uh, you know. Germany, drinking. it's like the Alabama of Europe. It is, look it up. Um, <laughs> so so we, we get the, the betting. So, so this is where, I, and, and we have enough time for me to do, to, to, to talk about this and probably nothing else. Um, I was going to say, do we want to, do we want to start now or do we want to stop and then like save, save no, the entire no, no. thing? No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll start with the nationalism and then next time we'll get into the actual gameplay and, and, and nature of, of qualifiers okay. and why this is the first time we've heard of, of, of international Quidditch. Um, yes. Because, because to get here, you would have had two years of qualifiers and Ron losing his mind because England got knocked out by, let's be honest, somebody by the snitch because uh, England tends to lose international competitions. They're bad at them in all sports that I can think of anyways. Um, certainly the, uh, the analogy here is soccer. And they're terrible at it. Uh, see you Black Friday. Um, oh, God. Yeah. So we're, so, so, so we're, we're meant to believe, right, that we have this international competition of Quidditch. That's fine. We have Crum, who's a 17-year-old playing for the national team. That's fine. Right. He's 17, right? Um, 16, maybe? 16 or 17, but... Uh, he's a sixth year. So I thought he was a seventh or... year. Well, he's at least a sixth year. Yeah, I, I always got the sense that he was a seventh year. Um, yeah, and, so and at, least, at least 16, probably 17. I, I'm going to say 17. And having a 17-year-old on your national team is not that weird. Uh, the United States has a 17-year-old. Uh, 18 now. But um, had a 17-year-old pretty recently. Um, so, like, that's fine. Here's my question, okay? What are the odds? What are the odds? That you have this game of Quidditch, right? That has the Quidditch World Cup has been in in effect since 1473. I think that that's in the book. If it's not, it's something that I picked up while reading up before this episode. Um, I think it's in the book. I don't. I don't remember. Um, 
at the very least, this has been an international game beyond England, because I'm assuming England invented the game because it's meant to be soccer. England didn't really. Scotland did. Don't tell English Did you say 1473? Yeah. Damn. Nailed it. Yeah. No, no I looked. I, I told you. I looked it up before this. Before we started. Transylvania versus Flanders. Great. <laughs> Great. But anyway, so... So the, the, the point is, is that like we have this international game and we're meant to believe that the two best teams at an international sporting event that has been worldwide for 600 years, 500 years, uh, is Ireland and Bulgaria. I'll give you Bulgaria because Bulgaria has a, has a, a generational player, right? Like that's fine. Um, every now and then a generational player can bring you over the top. I'm cool with it. Well, and that's, and that's even more in Portugal. But well, that's even more right. apparent in Quidditch because, like, the seeker can, your seeker can, like, literally just like, like uh, end games. Yeah. It's a hockey. It's a hockey. It's a goalie it's a in a hockey tournament. Yeah, it's it's basketball. Like, like there's one, but even more in basketball. Like, LeBron James does not have as much power as a seeker does in Quidditch because it's it's 150 points, so it is I mean, 15 times. But it's 15 times any other basket you can get, and it ends the game. Like yeah, if right. you, like that's unfathomable so, power yeah so so I, I think the 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 analogy here would be like um when manu lifted a generation of argentinians sure right like like the, the rest of that team was fine right like like you had other good ish players but like manu made that team scary um so crumb making bulgaria like from like a eh, to a scary team because he was generational that's fine the, the the fact that you are telling me that the irish the irish have <laughs> a quidditch culture and the team to 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 beat out Shameless. Brazil, yeah. Like, uh, come on, come on, America. Like, if we're if we care about this, like, because I don't get the sense we don't get we don't we are never told that there is another game in America that that dilutes it. So, like, imagine like we're 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 using this the direct way, and this is where I wanted to go to the 2014 World Cup, where we have evidence. Right, Pottermore gives us evidence of the results of the 2014 World Cup. And where does America finish? Third. Second. Third. They Third. lose to Brazil. That's fine. That makes sense, right? Brazil has a crap ton of people. If America loses yeah. to Brazil in a game that both of them take equally seriously, I'm not going to bat an eye. If Ireland beats actual teams that actually care, I don't buy it. Because Ireland cares about two sports, right? Soccer, where they abjectly terrible, right? They're, they're, they're not good. They're worse than Scotland. They're worse than England. They're worse than Wales. They are the fifth best team in a five-country country. Um, (laughs) How many countries are in this country? Um, But, and and rugby. Rugby is the other thing. And the minute that New Zealand started giving a shit, it was over. There's a third. What? Gaelic football. Who gives a shit about a a game that they play? The Irish. The Irish do. Literally, that's the point of this rant. But, but so what I'm saying is that like, there's one sport right in, in Ireland and there's one sport in England. There is one sport in Wales. There's one sport in Germany, presumably, unless there is a separate game that other people in the wizarding world play. You cannot convince me. You cannot tell me right now, Stephen A. Smith rant as I am that Ireland is going to get there. No, no, I know what I'm doing here. I know that (laughs) I understand that crab rangoon. And, and, and so on. Um, ridiculous. Which is a David Roth quote. But yeah, continue. I mean, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do the other Stephen A. Smith, which, which, I, which I find not able to I can't to believe he's on the watch. halftime panel at the NBA. It drives me insane. Oh, he's, he's, he's awful. Um, but like the, the worst part Listen, about it is... the wizarding holocaust was bad, but... <laughs> <laughs> that is the best tweet in the history of Twitter, and you cannot tell me differently. Um, ask it. You know I'm sensitive to the holocaust. Uh, anyways, so like what I'm saying is that like I, I just, I need significantly more backstory about the nature of sport in the wizarding world before I'm going to credulously take that, that Ireland is a, a world cup competitor, right? Because sure. the rest, but, the rest okay, of the- Okay, so are you, are you, are you just like, okay, so are we completely, I, I guess I haven't looked at the power more to see like scores or anything. Are we just discounting the fact that Ireland, like what if this was a once in a set six generation- It, it could be, I mean- occur- Yeah, what if this happens. is just like, all of a yeah. sudden Ireland just plays really well? So yeah. Ireland, Ireland did not. So the, the only thing that we, where we have 
uh, the entire tournament and the scores. It was 2014. 2014. And That's Ireland helpful. did not make the tournament. Yeah, so it could be like a case where they just... So like hey this, man, hey man! Italy hasn't made a tournament in a while, and they won very recently. That's yeah. a fair point, and and I guess like like the twenty the two thousand four Euros or two thousand six Euros where Greece beat Portugal in the final, and everybody was like, "The hell just happened?" Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, oh, okay, we, interv- right. we did a story on that. We did do a story on that. Uh, Liechtenstein made made the second round of of a of a of a Quidditch World Cup. They lost to Sir Ulrich. Does she does she explain how the tournament works? Uh yeah. So so there's qualifiers. Um, te- teams are in qualifiers. Like it, 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 essentially, it's the same thing, except that there's no group stage. You just go okay. immediately to a 16 team tournament. Tournament. Got so it. It's, it's 16 it. groups. Okay. Um, each group winner of the group makes the the World Cup. Isn't that um, how the uh, the World Cup was originally set up too? And then yes. we added the group stage. So yes. like they just never right uh, so, came up. Yeah, they never updated. And then, so I guess. I actually think Twigsy brings up a good point um, because yeah, so like at no point do anybody else in the Wizarding World in Hogwarts bring up like qualifiers for England or let's be honest, Seamus Ireland. Right, Seamus uh, would have been impossible because assuming because in in the in the imagine in the- if Israel made the World Cup oh, it would have been final. Israel. Yeah, I would stop talking to Asa. For a, a solid month. Months. <laughs> easy, easy. Uh, Seamus would be impossible. Um, and he would have been impossible for the, the back half of the third year. Um, like, like every time you would have talked to him, it would have been like, hey, guys, remember when England didn't make it out of the group? Do you know who, who beat them? I hate you, Seamus. It was Ireland. Seamus, go away. Um, you have to do it. You're not doing it in the voice. You have to do it in the voice. I can't do that voice. Um, <laughs> but we, we, we do have, we do have. Um, as a witch. That's a muggle. Who beat Ireland in Quidditch? Oh, it was the Irish. Is now lucky? <laughs> like a That's Brian lucky. Cox from Super Troopers. <laughs> um, I do. little shenanigans. We shouldn't. We shouldn't turn purple. But yeah, so Ron doesn't. So Ron is whatever. I, I can't even remember what his quiz. Uh, the Chudley Cannons. Yeah. So at no point, besides the fact that they read books about the history of the Chudley Cad- Cannons, at no point does anybody else bring up any sort of matches. Which we also have, so like, yeah, it's cool to go see this in person, but if you could, like, could Molly Weasley watch the Quidditch World Cup on? No. Well, yeah, so they listen on the radio? Yeah. They, I have, guess. The, they, have, the, they have the technology because later so then, in the yeah, book. Yeah, she might when, be able to, like, listen on the radio, but. But they have, the techno- like, they have the technology for, like, television-esque screens because when they all go they? into the lake, yeah, because when they all go into the lake, they, there's a screen that broadcasts oh, it to everybody yeah. above it. The yeah. technology exists. Yeah, I, I think that there's probably home viewing because it's an international competition. Presumably, yeah. like, you have people in Bulgaria who, 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 who work normal jobs and can't take two weeks off and spend their entire year's salary. And just, like, go to a music festival in the forest and watch Critch. Yeah, like, <laughs> like let's, let's, let's be honest here. Um, so so I, I do think that it is likely that um england is in the same group as ireland which makes the cheering for the irish thing even less likely because that would be like us not making it to the world cup and cheering for mexico mexico yeah you would just cheer against mexico yeah well we're also the the weasleys weren't they they were cheering they were cheering for ireland but they were also cheering for crumb right that was rude that That was was wrong just ron okay I thought that, oh, that was the batting right. interest. <laughs> it is, but that's also what Ron said. Like they want, he wants, uh, um, <clears throat> he wants Ireland to win, but he wants Crumb to play well. But you're right. That is that's the bet friend George play. Yeah, or uh, yeah, place that, that Ireland, Ireland to win, wins, Crumb, Crumb to get the snitch. The, the snitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I, right. I, I, I just like I find a whole lot about like this part of it. Just, I, I wish that Joanne had had the idea to have the Quidditch World Cup before the fourth book because clearly that's when she decided that there was going to be a quidditch world cup um she, yeah. needed, a, she needed a reason for all of these international wizards to get to together, get together before yeah. the yeah. international wizards got together and let's also throw this out like again uh mr arthur weasley is like a middle manager 
a middle manager at a government in a government department that does not matter. He manages to call in a favor for off the top of my head, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven, eight tickets to this. Two two of his his kids' friends. One of whom, one of whom, by the way, probably could have afforded it. He could have just bought them. Not only that, not only that, (laughs) Hermione doesn't like Quidditch. Oh, can you he imagine? Called, he you called imagine? in a favor for somebody who could give less of a shit about Quidditch <laughs> and then was like, oh, and left his wife and two other children at home. I, it's, it's unconscionable. It's, it's unconscionable. Um, Referee, Hermione, Weasley, man. Just, yeah. Just like <laughs> routinely what, making what, stupid decisions. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, and and it, it goes back to what happened in the third book where it's like, hey, guys, we won the lottery. Should we, like, I don't know, save some of it because we're, uh, seemingly impoverished now has gone a trip okay cool we're gonna go do it twice yeah sure great cool should we get ron a new wand and new dress robes no 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 no. no let's go we to need to egypt, go to the quidditch world cup let's go to, let's <laughs> we have go, to go to egypt <laughs> let's go to egypt we, we got to go to egypt um I, I guess it does make sense like arthur weasley famously terrible at money um he's not he's not good at many things uh you know what he's good at um Trying to kill dogs? Trying to, is he trying? To, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you forget this, but Hugh Laurie and the guy that plays Arthur Weasley are the bad guys in One Hundred and One Dalmatians. <laughs> and Glenn Close. And Glenn the Close. only reason I know that the only reason I'm reminded of this is because for some reason the restaurant I went to last night was playing that on one TV and a documentary about Blackbeard on the other. There was a basketball in case you were game. in case yeah. you were wondering there was a basketball game a basketball going game. on. Yeah, and nice. I, it, it actually nice. got good. Like like it, it did. for a while. It did. I know. I slept through the first and half, and then I woke up and was like, was "Oh, good. this is a good while game." While it was good, the the Blackbeard documentary had ended, and it took them a while to start it up again. I um like I I I was watching that game on recorded because you know it was Saturday night and I have kids and whatever. Um, and like, I very, very quickly was like, I'm not watching this game. I'm going to give this game. And I remember it was when they were up 26. I was like, I'm going to, if, if this game gets to 30, I'm turning it off. And then it didn't. And I was very happy. Uh, and we got to watch two different Celtics, uh, pretend to be hurt, which was fun. Um, especially since they lost. Jason Tatum had a, a stinger. Yeah, I'm sure he had a stinger. He got humiliated and then felt bad about it. We've all been there. I, I just want to say like, as a basketball player, like, We've all been there. Like you get crossed up, and oh no, my my ankle. Oh gosh, my, my uh, that looks that looked legit. It wasn't. His, I promise. His you. ankle rolled the wrong. Oh way. no no, smart smart was smart actually, was legit. Smart was yeah. legit. Smart was, was oh smart. yeah, smarts smarts must be out. He's, oh, is he? He might he might miss game four. Uh, that, game that, three. Oh, that would be four. That they would can't. That would be. They can't get the one. Uh, from what I saw earlier, they can't get the spelling under control. Uh, well, uh, prayers up for Marcus Smart, and that's not even ironic. Like, I know we, we, we give a lot of jokes on this, and we don't talk about basketball much, but, like, I actually hope that he's healthy. I hope the Celtics lose, but I hope Marcus they- Smart is, like, the only guy who's made a career out of being a tryhard that I feel like I root for. Um, I like Marcus Smart a lot. Yeah, it, but the thing is about him being a, quote, tryhard is that he was, like, a five-star um, recruit and was- Yeah, but even when he was doing- shoot. He will he shoot. be able to shoot. He can't shoot. He but can't like, shoot. yeah. So even when he was what? at like Oklahoma he State, like he, he Angus, he I want you, better. Angus, I want you to look up his shooting splits and tell me that he can shoot. He is a horrendous shooter. He's very, very bad at shooting. Okay, the thing is though, he's not good. But he was <laughs> so much worse. He was so much worse when he when he first started the NBA. Yeah, generally people progress in their careers as they play longer. Okay. Evan Turner says hello. So you know that's fair. That's Deion Waiters in his age 21 season, he was a 25% three point shooter. Yeah, he, what's he at now? He's 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 now this this season he was 33. At 33%. And in the 2018 2019 season, he was at 36%. So he's been oscillating between like 36 and 33 for the past four years. So at his best, he is a below average shooter. Correct. Uh, still, he was terrible. <laughs> Yes, from going from going from Russell. How many how many times has his shooting percentage been over two or fifty percent? Zero. Is correct. Zero. 
Over 50%. Uh, uh, yeah. Zero. For field goal percentage, that is correct. For two-point percentage, it's actually been twice. Good for him. He's making more than 50% of his twos, which you should do. This is a Harry Potter podcast. I'm not talking about basketball. I have rules about this. So a special thank you to our, our co-hosts, uh, Napoleon Gregg and Nerd Angus. Um, we did not get to the game itself. Um, which is I don't. I think we. I think we all knew that we never were going to. <laughs> um, I. I had ambitions. Um, so Did everyone see that just, dive. That dive was great. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so just so we're all, just so we're all like uh, doing, yeah, just so we're all on the numerical uh, path. There are thirty-seven chapters in this book. We got through. My guess seven and a half. Oh, oh nice. wow! Good, 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 good job, everybody. Uh-huh. I mean. The second and third chapters, uh, we basically yada yada yada. I mean, you yada I mean, yada yada some stuff, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Crab biscuit, etc. Um, you can find my co-host uh, Napoleon Greg at Mister Mojo Rising eighty nine. You can find uh, my other co-host at Nerd Angus. Um, he's on there infrequently. He will be in Scotland, uh, drinking Iron Brew and eating haggis. I guess I Iron, Brew. Iron Brew. Uh, yeah, Iron Brew. Uh, he will be posting pictures from his trip on our Instagram just as soon as we get it up and running. Uh, you can find me at Diamonds Esquire, not usually there, or at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Um, if you add us, we usually respond unless it's uh, something that pisses me off. Um, and then so, I respond. Then he responds. Um, so a uh, special shout out to our sponsors, uh, Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decided to put in. Um, hopefully it was something fun. Uh, it was Postmates the last time I listened, which is always exciting. Mm-hmm. We got our Apple podcast uh, situation figured out, so that should be uh, not a problem. If there is a problem there, please let us know. We release on literally every Thursday morning and every Monday morning, like clockwork. Um, we will be suspending the... Uh, <laughs> Nerdcast for a while after next Sunday because there's a whole bunch of soccer going on. Um, but we might shift it midweek. We'll see. Um, but uh, a whole bunch of soccer going on. So stick with us. We are going to be uh, reviewing each of the games. We're going to be previewing it, doing the whole thing with our normal soccer podcast panel. So um, as always, please like, subscribe, share, all that other fun stuff. Um, we obviously couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.